Hey, what's up everybody and welcome to another episode of the Medical Marketing Podcast from Messenger. Today, we're going to be talking about coronavirus, the impact that it's having on many healthcare practices around the country, and what you can do with your digital marketing to keep your practice healthy and thriving during this challenging time. Let's get into it. Now, there's no question we are living in unprecedented times right now. The coronavirus is upending much of what we know about our world and our society. I mean, you take a look at the stock market, incredible volatility every single day. Many people who were planning on retiring in the next couple years, you know, that's thrown into jeopardy and they're questioning, do they have enough to retire comfortably? You look at things like unemployment, it's skyrocketing every week. Uh, Economists say the U.S. unemployment rate is now at 13%, which is the worst since the Great Depression, and there's no sign that it's improving anytime soon. Uh, We have mandatory stay-at-home orders for most states now, and if people haven't been laid off, they've been ordered to work from home. you got many healthcare practices closing, either temporarily or some, sadly, permanently. Uh, Many staff asked to work from home to the best of their ability, or some staff even being furloughed. So we've gotten a lot of practices coming to us and asking, like, what should we do? What's the next best step for us to take? And for many, there's a dilemma because they need to save money and make cuts to keep their practice alive and keep their staff employed, but they also want to maintain presence and be sure that patients know about them and keep that brand awareness up. So this week, we're just going to walk through some advice and insights on how the digital marketing landscape is changing, especially with healthcare, and give you some insights and advice on how to stay nimble, how to roll with the punches, and how to use this chaotic time to your practice's advantage. I mean, the impact of coronavirus is changing everything, literally every sphere of our society. And digital marketing is no different. So to the extent that you can keep your practice smart and nimble, roll with the punches and make changes as necessary, you're going to be so much better set up uh, for success when you do actually reopen your doors. So we're going to run through a couple things. We're going to answer questions like, where is the industry now? What changes are we seeing? Um, For you on an individual practice level, what should you do with your advertising, with your marketing? What are some concrete best practices to take during this super turbulent time? Uh, We're going to give you a rundown of various digital channels and recommendations for each so that you can keep your practice healthy and use this time to your advantage. Um, So that's a little bit of what we're going to be talking about today. So let's jump into it. So first up, Just an overview, where are we now? You know, if you look at the coronavirus and the impact that it's having on society, it all kind of depends on how you look at it. I mean, as with so many things in life, perspective is everything. Now, I don't want to deny there is a terrible toll that this virus has taken on humanity. And first thing you should hear from me, we do not want to downplay that at all. I mean, many people are losing jobs. They're losing friends, family members, or even their own lives to this virus. And the last thing I want to do is advocate for any sort of manipulative behavior 
or to try to get you to, quote-unquote, take advantage of this crisis. Um, This is, I mean, this is a time where empathy is needed more so than ever. We're all in this together, and we really need to show concern and empathy for, you know, for our colleagues, for our friends, for those in our community who are suffering. But I do want to encourage you to be smart because the decisions that you make with your practice now will determine whether or not, A, you're able to weather the storm, and B, how your practice emerges on the other side of it. And I mean, I said before, if there's ever a time for empathy in our messaging, the time is now. The responsibility on us is so great. I mean, you look at the human toll, it's incredible. Um, We have such a great responsibility, whether you're a doctor or a marketer, to educate those patients, to provide exceptional care, and to show empathy, and to show our humanity, and just realize that we're all in this together. So as with anything, perspective is everything. But if you look at any storm, you know, they say every cloud has a silver lining. There is an upside to this. Many of us simply have more time now because of the changing dynamics of our society and of work and what that looks like for us during this crisis. Um, Many of us are having more time with family, more time to reconnect with friends, albeit it's usually over something like Zoom or FaceTime. Um, My wife and I had a two-hour-long Zoom call with family from four different states across country last night. And I'll tell you, I have not laughed that hard in a long time. We had a great time together. And so many people are in that situation. You know, there's there's always a silver lining. There's always a way to see positive in a crisis like this. We are getting more time with our family and getting more time to reconnect with people. Whereas before, our intentions might have been good, but, you know, life gets in the way. And so that is an upside to this crisis. Um We're also having more time for things that might have been put on the back burner, certainly some projects around the home, but also some work projects and initiatives that might have been put on hold, you know, things we've said, well, I'll I'll get to that next week. And I'm thinking things like brand strategy, maybe some creative projects you've been wanting to work on and put some effort behind at work. Um, it's a great time to refine your messaging and, and also do some marketing planning both for the rest of this year and for the next. Like why wait until Q4 to decide what you're going to do in 2021? What better time to take all of this excess time that you have and really plan, hey, where do we want to go forward from here? Um, because of this virus, we're also seeing lots of trends changing Um, media consumption, understandably, is way up, especially streaming and TV consumption, uh, because more people are staying at home, working from home, uh, and and can't go out and engage with society as they usually would. We're also seeing lots of opportunities for telemedicine. I mean, this is a rapidly changing world we live in, and many practices have had to pivot to telemedicine, first and foremost, to serve their patients who still need care during this time, but also as a way to just keep some sort of revenue flowing in the doors. So we're seeing a lot of tectonic shifts, and you can use these shifts to your advantage so that your practice is best set up for success when you do reopen. And I want to reiterate, even though so many things are changing with this crisis, the thing that hasn't changed 
people are still interested in your services. Like people still want what you provide. Uh, You know, at the end of the day, you're not selling your patients a procedure. You're really selling them a better version of themselves. And that hasn't changed. People still want to be a better version of themselves. So people still want what you're offering. But just as your goals and timelines may have changed, their timeline may have changed too. I mean, you may have patients that have either been furloughed from their job or laid off entirely. And so they may still want that LASIK procedure or a cosmetic procedure, but they're not ready to pull the trigger yet. So you need to adjust your goals and your marketing messages to fit their goals, their expectations, their adjusted timelines, but they're still interested. They still want to hear from you. They still want what you have to offer. We just need to make some mid-course corrections to ensure that they're able to get that wonderful care, but they might need to get it a little farther down the road rather than immediately. So that's a little bit about where we are. Now, the question comes up then, okay, what should we do? Like, here are the tough realities that our practice is facing where do we go from here and, and what should we do with our advertising, with our marketing? So the first thing I would say is that it depends on your goals and your financial situation. Every single practice we encounter is different. And in a time like this, there will even be some differences based on region or the state that you're in, the mandatory orders that your state has issued um, to businesses and, and practices will determine what you're able to do and what you're not. We've gotten a lot of questions from clients and others in the healthcare industry about this best way forward. Like, should we stop advertising entirely? Should we make drastic cuts or just continue as normal? And our best piece of advice is to not stop entirely. Like, don't stop your advertising during this time if you have the budget for it. But you can pause and adjust your campaigns and your marketing initiatives as necessary in order to weather the storm. I've mentioned we're seeing some big tectonic shifts, both in society, but we're also seeing them in digital advertising as well especially among healthcare providers. So some of the things that we're seeing with our clients and with their marketing efforts, competition out there is actually decreasing. And that's really interesting because that means for so many healthcare practices, this could be a really, really good time for you to continue advertising if you have the budget for it because that competition has gone way, way down as other advertisers are fleeing the market. We're seeing things like cost per click on things like Google ads or Facebook ads. They're way lower. And search engine results pages on Google or Bing, they're actually seeing less competition than we otherwise normally would. Now, there is some more turbulence there because Google and Bing and others are are trying to rank the most relevant content and the news is changing every single day, and so there's there's more turbulence there, but we're seeing less competition across the board. So if your practice has the budget for it, now is actually one of the best times to invest in your marketing and in your advertising if you're able to. And one thing I do want to mention as well, this will all eventually be over. Life will return to normal, although we don't really know what that new normal will look like. This pandemic could be a defining moment that resets many opportunities, and 
levels the playing field, so to speak. I mean, we look at things like Google changes, uh, changes in competition, and there's so much turbulence and changes out there and so many people are fleeing the market that this may be a really good time to reset the playing field. And if you can adjust your marketing and stay nimble, you can actually be in a better position to compete with some of those larger practices or, you know, those those practices in the region that may have, you know, ranked higher than you or their advertising consistently does better than yours. This could be a really good time to gain some ground. Um, and smaller practices actually have an advantage in this respect. The faster you can move and pivot, the better. You think of like an analogy between a cruise ship and something like a speedboat or a jet ski. Some of these larger practices that are either nationwide or a large regional practice, they have many locations. Because of their size, they're not able to pivot their marketing and their advertising or some of their administrative decisions as quickly as some of these smaller practices. So even though the financial challenge is still there and it's affecting practices all across the board, if you run a smaller practice, you could actually be in a position to compete a lot better because you're that much more nimble. You can make changes and adjustments and roll with the punches, so to speak, as new information comes in and as everything changes. I mean, think about how long it takes a cruise ship to do a 180 and fully turn around. But if you're sitting there in something like a speedboat or a jet ski, you can be running circles around a larger boat like that, which is, you know, in this analogy, a larger practice. So our best guidance is to make adjustments as necessary. And it's important to remember you're making adjustments to your advertising, but don't stop your marketing. I'll say that again. Our best guidance, make adjustments to your advertising, but don't stop your marketing. Now, it's important to remember, advertising is just a subset of marketing. It's, you know, those dollars that you pump into your advertising system on a monthly basis, but your marketing messages should never stop, even during a pandemic like this. You need to adjust them as necessary to remain relevant and sensitive and adjust to the new reality that you live in now, but do not stop your marketing. Your advertising, you can pause, you can make changes, but don't stop your marketing. Now, in terms of advertising, it may make sense to keep advertising and it may not. Like I said earlier, it all depends on your goals and the realities of your practice, your staff, your location, your market. But you can capitalize on a competitor's absence if you're able to financially. Like I said, the opportunities are greater now because so many advertisers are fleeing the market. Although some of the challenges, mostly financial challenges, are greater too. Uh, we're seeing some specialties that are actually seeing increased traction during this time. Things like urgent care, primary care centers. People still get sick. People still need urgent care. And whether or not there's a pandemic out there, um, people still need to go to the doctor and receive urgent care for certain things that happen. Uh, so those are seeing increased traction. Uh, things like addiction centers, mental and behavioral health services, as people continue to wrestle and grapple with, hey, how do I, how do I do this? If I'm cut off from 
the rest of society and my community. I'm forced to stay at home. Like, how do I wrestle with this? This is a big challenge for a lot of people. And so mental and behavioral health services are actually seeing a lot of increase. Um, Other categories are holding strong. Things like cancer treatments and other long-term treatments, they're going to remain around whether there's a pandemic or not. Um, but understandably, many practices that offer elective surgeries are, are down, and that's many of our clients. So in terms of advertising, we do have a few recommendations. Like I said earlier, keep advertising if you have the budget for it. You can pare those campaigns and your ad spend down to, in order to save some money. But if you stop entirely, people are going to forget about you. I mean, advertising is kind of a fire hose, so to speak. As soon as you stop the flow into that system, those results dry up. So if you can keep advertising and capitalize on your competitor's absence, that can be a really good way to maintain your brand awareness and just be set up that much better for when you do finally emerge and your practice is back open. Um, So I would recommend running a competitive audit. See how those competitors in your market are faring against you. Have they exited the market entirely with their advertising? Have they paired their ad spend way back? Are they now ranking below you instead of ranking above you like they may have before on things like Google search? Do one of those audits and determine where you rank and where those opportunities are to overtake your competitors because this is a really good time to level the playing field. Um, Also be sure if you do continue advertising, be sure to review your ads. Like we really need to make sure that our advertising messages that are going out there still remain relevant and and aren't can't possibly be seen as insensitive at all. I was thinking about this last week. We use the phrase so many times when, you know, something gets posted on social media and gets really popular. We use that phrase going viral, but like if you were to use that now, like that has a completely different context and a completely different connotation than it did even a month ago. And so now that could be a really insensitive thing to say. And I'm not saying that you have these in your marketing, but uh, just taking the time to review your marketing and advertising messages and ensure that there's nothing in there that could cause patients to recoil and be like, wait, what did they say? Um, Reviewing your ads is, is really important at this time. And also monitoring keyword searches as patient behavior changes. We're seeing a lot of interesting keywords pop up that really we didn't see very much before among our client accounts. And because society is changing so much in light of this virus, we're seeing a lot of very interesting things as patient behavior and you know website user behavior changes. People are searching for different things. And so if you continue advertising, just m- make sure that you have a good grasp on how your search terms are changing and what patients are continuing to look for and maybe how some of those trends change over time. Um, You also want to make adjustments to your landing pages as necessary. And this kind of goes along with what we said earlier about, you know, avoiding, you want to avoid being insensitive or saying anything that might be taken in a different light. Um, 
you know, in light of this virus. But you also want to make adjustments to your landing pages to ensure that you're communicating the right things. Uh, if your practice has shifted to a virtual consult model and your office is not actually open, but you're seeing patients remotely, when patients click on an ad and they're interested in your services, you need to make sure that that landing page is actually accurately communicating what you're offering. You don't want to have any mismatch between the patient clicking on an ad thinking, hey, I'll get a virtual consult, and then they go to fill out a contact form and there's language that says, hey, come into our office and whatever. That's just sending mixed messages and confusing signals. So you want to make sure you have alignment across all of your channels as you make these campaign changes uh, in light of this coronavirus. And it's also important to note, Google is rolling out ad credits to many small businesses to help them continue advertising and maintain presence during this challenging time. So there's not a lot of specifics um, on how they're rolling out that program and exactly when they will uh, begin rolling out those ad credits and exactly how much people will get. But keep an eye on your Google Ads account um, because they should be sending money your way if you're a small business and you have been advertising regularly so you can get some relief in that area. Um, and a great way to set yourself apart as you think about continuing advertising, just share positive human stories. I mean, we need that so badly right now. You look at the news, there's only bad stuff out there. Um, so we need some, some levity. We need positive human stories. Um, but whatever you do, whatever you decide to do with your marketing or your advertising, excuse me, don't continue as normal just like nothing's going on. Like it makes you look tone deaf if you pretend, oh, it's, you know, just business as usual. Like you need to respond to this crisis in an appropriate way that lets your patients know, hey, we're here, we're rolling with the punches, we're not just sticking our head in the sand and pretending like this isn't happening. Um, so don't continue as normal like nothing's going on because it really will make you look tone deaf. Um, looking at some different advertising channels as well, other opportunities are out there. Um, streaming and radio are great opportunities right now because more people are staying home and media consumption is way up. And there's a really interesting phenomenon that we're seeing in those channels as well. Advertisers are fleeing the market by and large. Everybody's getting out, trying to preserve their ad spend. And we really never see this because you have these dynamics of more viewership, more listenership. Those numbers are way up, but rates and cost of advertising are way down because these large companies can't find anybody to continue advertising right now. So on one hand, you see a supply of marketing space is way up. But demand for that space is way down, which has the effect of making all of these rates and everything across the board a lot cheaper. So your dollars will stretch a lot farther if you decide to venture into that space. On the flip side, demand for viewership, if you view it from the viewership side of things, demand for viewership is way up, but the supply of advertisements are weighed down. So it's a lot easier to enter that market. And that's a really incredible opportunity for you if you're able to take advantage of it. 
So giving a rundown of some digital channels and some recommendations for each, we're just gonna do a quick fire list of different channels that you could potentially advertise or market on and kind of some best practices for each. So on your website, the first thing you should do is to post a notice about your practice's status and how you're responding to coronavirus, whether you're open or not, whether your hours have adjusted or not, whether you're accepting virtual consults or not, and importantly, what you're doing to keep staff and patients safe. If patients come to your website expecting you know, to encounter this information, but they can't find it, they're going to go to the next practice that has clear information on here's where we are, here's what we're doing, and here's how you can interact with us. We're still accepting patients, but it's going to be over FaceTime, not in our office. Or we've paused elective surgeries until this date, so if you need more information about that, here's how to contact us. It's really important to keep those lines of communication open and to let patients know what to expect by communicating where you are and the reality of your practice right now very, very clearly. Looking at search engine optimization, SEO is definitely a long-term investment and should 100% continue on an ongoing basis. Advertising, that's you know a flow, kind of like a water faucet that you can turn on and off as necessary and adjust the flow there. But SEO takes a continued, sustained, long-term investment in order to see that pay off. So if you have the budget to adjust things, we'd recommend that you actually consider shifting some ad spend away from PPC and towards some long-term SEO campaigns so that you can remain strategic in how you're showing up in organic search. Seven, eight out of 10 patients still turn to Google as their first step in selecting a doctor or doing more research about a condition. So if you can appear on that page number one or towards those top you know, one, two, three spots, that'll be a lot more powerful than pumping money into ads that patients may engage with or not. Um, and once you've built up a solid foundation there, it's really hard for competitors to come and knock you off of those top spots. So investments in SEO, even during this pandemic, are really, really strategic and really important. Um, in terms of paid search marketing, so things like Google Pay Per Click, um, practices that are open and running well-optimized paid search campaigns should usually continue these efforts, again, if you have the budget for it. Because while demand today might be lower, you're only going to pay for clicks from people who are currently searching for what you have to offer. And if you message it the right way in your ads and on your website, in your landing pages, patients may still be interested in getting LASIK. Even if it takes a month or two when your practice reopens, they might use this time at home to do research on some of those medical conditions and, and take the next step. You never know. Many patients are adjusting their timelines and their budgets, but for as many as are doing that, others still want to jump on and still want to get that procedure. They're still interested in what you have to offer. So if you can keep those up and adjust ad spend as necessary, you can still get some leads in that way, which is really powerful and can bring some revenue into your practice in the foreseeable future. In terms of organic, and by this I mean free social media, many of your patients and prospective patients are going to be home during the coming weeks of months. 
whether they've been laid off or whether they're working from home over the coming weeks, they're going to have more time to search for answers about healthcare problems, about procedures, about conditions. So if you can keep your social media use up during this time, displaying relevant message that, messages, that can be a really good way to engage with patients. And then finally, paid display advertising and paid social media. Again, this goes back to PPC campaigns and your broader strategy. That's going to dictate whether or not you should continue with or pause your digital advertising across these channels. We would obviously recommend that you continue in some form or fashion if you have the budget for it. Um, and the name of the game here is really brand awareness. It's not about direct response and immediate ROI and capturing all of these leads, but really just maintaining a healthy presence so that when your practice does reopen, you're set up that much better to compete with your competitors in your market. And, and you still have maintained that brand awareness during this time. Um, Speaking briefly about marketing as well, you know, we said advertising is just a subset of marketing and you may want to pause your advertising or ratchet down your ad spend, but your marketing should not stop at any point. And we're seeing some interesting shifts here as well. Google on their Google My Business channel, they've temporarily suspended reviews a few weeks ago, and those are slowly coming back online. But with so many businesses around the country and around the world forced to close uh, temporarily, Google took away the ability for um, patients or for visitors of a business, customers of a business, to engage with those businesses online. Now, this makes sense because um, if there's any lapse in communication or missed expectations, you know, uh, customers of a business might be coming in, you know, saying, hey, I needed to come into this store, but they were closed and they didn't communicate that well. And that's a bad experience. And so they'd go to write a review on that and give a business one-star review or something like that. So, it's actually good that Google paused these things temporarily and temporarily took away the ability for people to leave reviews for um, a business online. Those are slowly coming back online and you can actually make more changes to your Google My Business page right now. And that's gonna be incredibly valuable uh, for those practices that have had to adjust their hours or close entirely. Um, and even without traditional ways to engage with patients, you can still anticipate some of the questions that they may ask and do things like posts on Google or on social media um, to answer those questions and keep those lines of communication open. Um, things like adding FAQs to your website and adding structured schema to your website, um, those are huge opportunities to stand out. And we recommend that all of our clients do that, but um, the opportunities now are more massive than they ever have been. Google actually added COVID announcement schema that many healthcare practices are eligible for. And that can be a great way to announce temporary closures of your practice or a move to telemedicine, for example. Um, so there are some good resources out there from Google on how to implement that into your site. 
so we'll have a link to those in the show notes. Um, or if you just need help putting that on your website, feel free to reach out to us and, and we can help with that. But that essentially has the effect of displaying an announcement right along with your website. When a patient goes to you know type in your practice name and search for you on Google, they will see an announcement right there um, that says, hey, our practice is closed until further notice or until this date. However, even though we're not accepting patients in person, you can still uh, get a virtual consult, get a telemedicine appointment, and direct patients to that resource. It's a really great search enhancement uh, that patients can use and engage with, and you can still get some leads and some traction in that way uh, rather than displaying mixed messages. So that's a really good opportunity uh, for, for healthcare practices. Now, I came across an interesting stat from a study by Revive Health, and this is really applicable to many healthcare practices out there today. 86% of respondents in this study said that they trust local health professionals for COVID content. And this represents a massive opportunity. It proves that your community wants to hear from you. So as you think about your marketing at large and all of the campaigns and channels you have going, it's important to keep the content flowing and to keep engaging with patients. Even though the direct response channels may be down right now, even though your lead numbers may be cratering and nobody's scheduling new appointments, at least for a time, it's important to keep those lines of communication open because your patients still want to hear from you. They're still interested in what you have to say. And any education or resources that you can put out there about the pandemic, about how your practice is responding. 86% of those respondents said that they would trust local health professionals and those in their community to promote that kind of content. So that's a really big opportunity. And as we kind of take a step back and think about the coronavirus in general, we think about this pandemic and all of the effects that it's having on our society, on our businesses, on our interpersonal relationships. I just want to encourage you, that demand generation will return. We, I mean, we will return to normal eventually. So we can't ignore that fact and that reality. It's important to maintain a healthy presence so that you're best aligned to come back strong when that market reopens, whether it be 30, 60, 90 days from now, whatever that looks like. That's why it's so important to keep those marketing channels open, to keep pushing out that content, engaging with patients, and maintaining those lines of communication to keep building that brand awareness. Because even though you might not have patients walking through the door right now, the demand is still there. And I think in many ways, it's going to be a lot of pent-up demand that the system can't fulfill right now. But when these markets and these practices reopen, we're going to see patients flooding through the door because the demand is still there. They're just not allowed to take advantage of it right now. So that's something important to keep in mind as we're thinking through what do we do with these marketing and advertising channels. So just really quickly to kind of wrap up and review what we've talked about today. There's no denying it. We're living in an unprecedented time. I mean, we have not seen anything like this. Um, there's lots of turbulence in society, in business, and in the marketing space. And it's important to remember, 
advertising, like I said before, it's just a subset of your marketing. You can pause, you can adjust your advertising if you need to, but your marketing never stops. Your marketing for your practice should never stop because the day it stops is the day that you will not survive this. You need to keep those lines of communication open. And it's important to remember that your patients want to hear from you. They still want to hear from you. They still want to engage. They still want what you have to offer. But we all, patients and healthcare providers alike, we all may need to adjust our timelines and our expectations a little bit in light of this coronavirus. If you can keep advertising during this time, even with a decreased budget, I can't say it enough. It is going to set you up better for when your practice reopens. And it may not be about direct response. It may not be those traditional lead generation campaigns. In so many ways, the name of the game right now is just maintaining brand awareness, reminding patients, hey, we're still here. We're still here for you. We still want to engage with you. We are so looking forward to the day when we can see you face to face and when we can help you with whatever healthcare issues you're having. We look forward to serving you. We cannot wait to be together again. So maintaining that brand awareness is key. And in so many ways, like I said before, this pandemic, I think, really may level the playing field, so to speak. Depending on the actions they take now, smaller practices may even be able to use this time to their advantage and emerge from this crisis even stronger than before. So even with all of the terrible news that's coming out, even with all of the challenges, societal, financial, business challenges that we're seeing right now, there still is hope. And I remain really optimistic about how practices, particularly smaller practices, will be able to emerge from this crisis even stronger than before. I mean, this crisis, this pandemic, it's teaching us so many things on a societal level. There are so many tragedies and hard stories that are coming out of this, but there's hope too. I I think a lot of us are realizing that we're a lot stronger now than we were before. Or maybe realizing that we were stronger and capable of more than we had ever imagined. This is really, you know, putting us to the test, but I believe that we'll be able to emerge from it very strongly. The world, I mean, there's no question, it is going to look different after all of this is over. But I have tremendous hope that we will look different and that we'll be different for the better stronger, more empathetic, and able to run healthier practices that help more people, help more patients. Because in the end, it's important to remember that even with all the turbulence, even with all of the changes, even in the age of coronavirus, we're all in this together. Well, that's all for this special edition of the Medical Marketing Podcast. Really hope you enjoyed the things that we talked about today and that you were able to get some actionable insights and strategies and tactics out of it. Um, If there's anything we can help with, seriously, don't hesitate to reach out. Whether you're an active client of ours or somebody that's just looking around trying to find a lifeline to hold on to in these really challenging times, we're here to help. Like, 
Our primary concern right now is not our revenue or not how much we're bringing in, but really who we're able to help. And we want to help practices not only survive this challenging time, but emerge from it even stronger and be able to thrive on the other side of this when we're all through it. So if there's anything we can help you with, if there are any questions we can answer, please don't hesitate to reach out to our team. You can go to our website, www.messenger.md. You'll find contact forms there. You'll find lots of free resources and blog posts and podcast episodes to help you take your marketing to that next level and help you weather this storm. Um, You can also feel free Our phone number is on there. You can text us, call us, uh, you can email us, info at messenger.md. Our entire team is available to help you in whatever way we can to keep advertising and keep marketing during this challenging time and hopefully to emerge on the other side even that better for it. So thank you so much for tuning in. Um, If there's anything we can do, please don't hesitate to reach out. And if you're interested in this content, please subscribe to our show or leave a review or a rating for us on Apple Podcasts or subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen. We're out there. We're always pushing more content out there to help you build a more healthy practice, take your marketing to the next level, and ultimately help more patients. So thanks for tuning in. We look forward to hearing from you, being able to help you stay safe and healthy out there.